more of the Matt Wyatt Show. Coming to you direct and live. Hey! Here we go. We're on the air. Welcome in. Welcome in on this, your very own, your your very own for you to keep and hold a reaction Monday. Welcome into the show. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across a great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau insurance agents all across the great state of Mississippi. Hey to y'all here in the Bureau today on this Reaction Monday. Did anything happen? Huh? Anything happen this weekend? What what did happen this week? Anything y'all want to talk about? Is there anything you would like to react to that happened over the weekend? Like, I don't know. Maybe LSU is pretty good. I mean, look, maybe they are. Maybe they're pretty good. I mean, look, we kind of knew that LSU was pretty good before the weekend, right? I think the problem is we thought State was better. Uh, before. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Like, you didn't think the same thing about State at uh, 6 p.m. as you did at 6 a.m., right? On Saturday at so congrats to our LSU listeners, Tyga and LSU and everybody else who texts the show and calls from time to time. That's a good football team. That was a dominant win. They took State out behind the woodshed and just wore them out. So get them on in here. Text me, call me, or comment on the live stream. If you're on the live stream, hey to you on Facebook and on YouTube and some that are on Twitter as well. Good to see you all today here on the live stream. And you can type a comment. Post it right there on the Murray West live thread, and we'll bring it in here, and we can be a part of the show that way. Murray West, go to murraywest.com. Stuff like this, embroidery, contract embroidery, company right here in Mississippi since 1996. They do the best work of anybody around. Uh, And uh, if you need your logo on anything, custom apparel as well, check them out. You can find all the information right there at murraywest.com. And uh, so feel free to comment. Sven is in on the live stream, so we're going to get to that. Your text coming up on the country-pleasing text line. You know the number? Yes, 885-3776, a 601 number. 885-3776. Another way to remember the text line is 885-ESPN. Got it? 885-ESPN. Call me on the Divini phone, 995-1059. That's a 601 number, 995-1059. See, and I see a lot of this, too. Like, um, this is uh, this is Ricky. He's on the Murray West live thread over here on Facebook, and he says, Hail State from Lawrenceville, Georgia, tough weekend. See, we, we still get that. Hail State, big old caps <laughs> right there. But it was a tough weekend, and that's actually a light way to put it. Okay, so I'm sure that there has been plenty of breakdown and talk and you uh, with your friends and fellow fans and those kinds of things. Uh, Today on a Reaction Monday, any direction you want to go, it's cool with me. Uh, I'll look at your comments and questions and opinions and otherwise here, and we'll get to them however you get on in here. But I hope to hear from you today. It always makes it a lot more fun 
on Mondays to hear from you. Uh, and a lot of that coming up. What uh, And what going forward? You know, the thing about it is, too, I had someone like uh, this morning, I, I posted sort of the, the long, it's a podcast, basically. It's like a long podcast episode, but there's a video element, too. So it goes up on the YouTube channel, but it went out on the podcast channel, which is just the Matt Wyatt Show. Subscribe there if you haven't already. You get this show and others. And it's just a recap. And so it went out this morning, here on Monday morning, because you played on Saturday. I try not to do anything on Sunday. Take That's for me, you know, personally take the Lord's Day off and don't do anything on Sunday. And then uh, post some stuff this morning. And somebody reacted this morning and said, I'm sick of it. No thanks. I'm moving on. And I can absolutely see that, too, if you're a State fan. Because I said right at the end of the game, you know, I'm not even sure. It was so bad, especially offensively. It was really bad as a team. But especially offensively, it was so bad that I'm not sure you can get anything out of watching that film, even if you're that team. Now, you know, that might have been one of those little disgusted reactions at the end of the game, because here I am on Monday thinking, no, I mean, there's probably some stuff you could point out. But it, there's a part of me that believes that still may hold true. That's how bad it was. Like the, the game film for that, especially for State's offense in that game, belongs in the garbage because that's what it is. And that's kind of what it was. And to watch it again, it's almost like you're better off not watching it again. Immediately move on to the next one and just start getting ready for South Carolina. Like figure out a way to have something. Use the the time that you would know the minutes, the hours you would normally spend on the film. Just spend that on getting something ready for next week. It seemed like it'd be a better use of the time. But so I, if you are one of those who went, hey. I don't want to react or recap anything. I kind of understand. Now, we're going to do it. We're going to react and we're going to recap. But if that's not you, I kind of understand it. I'll put it that way. All right? All right. First, I would like to wish a happy Monday to the man, the myth, the legend. His name is Beaver. Beaver! I know we have a phone call, and we'll come straight to it real quick. I just want to say hey to you. How you doing, Beaver? I'm good, Matt Wyatt. You uh, had to scramble a little bit. Studio was in shambles, but you put it back together, right? I think we did so far. So far? You know what? why I said it that way? Just not long ago, Annabeth and I watched the replay or, or the uh, that show, um, The Office, when, remember, uh, Michael and, uh, what was the, from Nashua, the the... Oh, Holly? Holly. Michael and Holly left the office late one night, and they accidentally left the front door unlocked, and somebody came in and robbed the office, (laughs) and everything's gone, and they stole Oscar's laptop. You know, we just watched that. (laughs) It kind of felt like it's maybe what Beaver... No, we didn't get robbed, y'all. That's what I'm saying. Nobody left the door and we didn't get robbed, but it's like Beaver had to put everything back together again. (laughs) That's what I thought about. All right. We'll start it off this way. We're going to go phone, text, live thread, all of that uh, coming up now, sort of machine gun style. We'll go fast because everybody's getting in hot and heavy. So here we go. We're going to start it off with Ray on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. You're Kubota dealer. Thanks for calling, Ray. What's up? 
Ray, you got it. How are you? I don't hear Ray. Well, I was uh, hoping after watching the first two games. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. Can I you think. Hear me? Yeah, I got you now. I think we've got a long delay going here, but you you got it, Ray. Jump right on in there. All right, we'll try again another time. Over to the text line, the country-pleasing text line. Country-pleasing sausage. Try us again, Ray. We'll see if we can iron out the phone line. It may have been, I may have been standing on the court here. Uh, 995-1059. So J-Rock texts the show. He's the first text I got on the country-pleasing text line. He said, hey, Matt, got a couple of observations. I think it's going to be hard for Mississippi State to get bowl eligible, he says. He says, and I also think LSU and Ole Miss are the two best teams in the West, and it's no coincidence that they have the best two quarterbacks in the conference. I'll probably catch some flack, but it's just my opinion. Have a great day. That's from J-Rock. All right. So, yeah, I mean, unless, based on what we've seen so far, you know, unless State's offense finds something quickly, leaps and bounds, and like goes out this week and and clearly has figured out an identity, something you can do and execute and just ride with it and, and wear somebody down and, you know, figure out a way to get some plays off of it. Unless they have figured that out, unless they figure it out quickly, it's um, it's going to get out. It can get out of hand quick. I mean, it's, you're in the, you got an SEC schedule coming up. <laughs> You're like, we got home games. Yeah, it's Alabama, right, in a couple weeks, you know. Road game, yeah, South Carolina. They gave Georgia fits. And South Carolina's defense statistically isn't that great, but State's offense statistically is worse. So, I mean, they got to figure it out quick. So the bowl thing. And on the quarterback deal, man, Jaden Daniels looks so good. And State was not able to force him into any mistakes and losing the line of scrimmage defensively, and he can move around. He didn't even a whole lot of help, but he got a lot of help from his offensive line. But he was so accurate with the ball. Like, he just really threw the ball accurately, pinpoint on everything, down the field, underneath, you know, velocity on underneath with accuracy where you catch and run after the catch and made it look good, taking advantage of soft corners. And and then when you got up top, he made some throws. He had maybe three times, four times in the game where he threw while he's getting hit, he gets popped, and it was accurate too, you know, and, and – Just a few incompletions, 88%. I think they said that's the best in the conference ever with somebody more than 30 attempts or something like that. I mean, he was just – he chewed us up and spit us out. Um, So, I'd agree with you there. And I will say this. I have not gotten to see a ton of the Ole Miss games, uh, you know, snaps here and there in the two-lane game a little bit the other night, but not much. But even going back to last year, you know, y'all could probably attest to this, but coming out of the Egg Bowl – People were on his case, and, you know, an Ole Miss fans, they don't like their quarterback. But I've always said, man, I was impressed with him, especially when I saw him in person last year in the egg. You know, he runs well. He's a physical guy. Doesn't mind, you know, the contact. Uh, throws it accurately. Tough. They seem to be getting better. He just kind of had everything you'd want to have, and it's just a matter of kind of getting it coached up to use all that. And then here lately he's been using his legs and running more, and that's really a threat for them. So, Yeah. You know, and here's the thing, J-Rock. A lot of what you're saying is in reference to Alabama looking so bad. And it's just hard to wrap your head around it 
that they would look that bad against the South Florida and they didn't play Milrow this week and all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing about it. Athletically, neither of those guys, and I mean it now, and you're going to think I'm crazy, but even Jaden Daniels, Daniels nor uh, Dart at Ole Miss, neither of them are quite the athlete that Jalen Milrow is at Alabama. In the weight room, he's stronger. On a dead run, he'll run off and leave both of them. Well, I shouldn't say that about Daniels, but Milrow is faster than Jaden Daniels. As fast as Jaden Daniels is, Milrow is faster. Okay? Arm strength, like if you think that matters, I don't really, but he's got that advantage too. It's just, it shows you that processing and decision-making is the number one thing at quarterback, more so than athleticism. And then, number two, throwing a ball accurately over and over and over again once you do process things quickly and accurately. And that's why some guys might be ahead of an athlete like Milrow. All right, let's try the phone line again see if we got a better connection here from Stoney on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Stoney, thanks for calling. What's up? Matt, within, you know, several years, LSU has been on, you know, the third or fourth opponent. And I've always said I can judge how State's year will be how they play LSU. But Mm -hmm. usually, however they do play, the State's season to go is accordingly. But once again, LSU thumped them, and I don't see another SEC win in State's future. Unless you do, please Tell me where it's at. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, well, I'll say this, Stoney. This is a fact. You know, any other offensive performances like you saw the one on Saturday, you will lose those games. That's where they are. Like, you know, and I know that's an if. That's just the only way I know how to look at it. They, You replicate. If they replicate on offense what they did against LSU against anybody else on their schedule, they're losing that game. And that shows you the ground they've got to make up and having some stuff that they can go out and execute. And, and Stoney, you play, you know this. You've got – they ran 50 plays against LSU. And LSU athletically was much better than State. State uh, LSU's defensive front was better than the offensive line. All this stuff. But – if you run 50 plays, and that's all they ran, a college offense in the SEC, if you've got your act together, you can get everybody in the right position on 50 plays. Now, whether or not, I, if I'm the tight end, that linebacker may knock me on my butt. Well, that's an athletic thing, but I'm still blocking the right guy. You see what I mean? All right. And the, and the issue is, you ran 50 plays the other day, and even on a bunch of those, you had people in the wrong place. You had quarterbacks from receivers that didn't know where they were going. You had offensive linemen going the wrong direction on certain plays. You have sometimes in pass pro guards that they don't know if they're checking to their right for help or if they're checking to their left for help. And, and that's just in 50 plays. you got to be able to execute 50 to 60 plays without a whole lot of mental errors just to know if we're any good or not, or can be any good or not. You, does that make any sense? Matt, I totally agree. I'm going to go ahead and just say it. And everybody's, I don't feel 
right about the head coach. It don't seem to be a fit at Mississippi State. It don't. It seems real weird to me. Uh, by the way, back in even the nineties when we run the basic of the most basic offenses, we averaged somewhere between seventy and eighty-two plays a game. Just to put things in perspective, Matt, do you understand? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I get it uh, for sure. All I can say right now is Mississippi State don't want no part of Ole Miss, and uh, I, you know, don't want to just throw 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 in the towel. But uh, you know, Apollo Creed, you know, Rocky did throw the towel for Apollo Creed, and look what happened to Apollo. And I'm afraid what's going to have the stake. But anyway, man, I'm going to let somebody else get on here. It was good talking to you. Take care of yourself. All right, appreciate it, Stoney. Good to hear your voice. He doesn't have a lot of confidence. He ain't feeling too good about it right now. <laughs> uh, Jason in Flagstaff, quoting the movie uh, Waterboy, and said, oh, no, we suck again. <laughs> I forgot about that, Jason. I need to go back and watch that movie. Uh, let me go quick here. Country pleasing text line. State grad 98 says, congrats to the Bulldogs on opening SEC play with a victory over the hated Tigers. 1-0 feels good. What are you talking about? Now you're living in an alternate world. <laughs> uh, Stephen texts. This is kind of long. Let me see what he says here. Um, Matt, I'm a huge supporter and will be in Columbia Saturday. I was totally embarrassed by the performance Saturday. Our offense didn't execute a play until the last drive of the first half. Our defense made LSU's quarterback look like a Heisman candidate. Uh, they made neighbors look like uh, Jerry Rice. He said, is this fixable? Is Coach Arnett kind of like Matt Luke for Ole Miss? I'm not sure if anyone knows for sure right now, including Coach Arnett, he says. It may be too early to tell, but I really don't want to see what took place Saturday for a couple of years. We've not been ready to execute anything on both sides of the ball uh, this year. Yeah, uh, Stephen, you know, and in my experience too, Stephen, like most of the time coaches would prefer criticism be directed at them and not players. Um, you know, most time they prefer it. You know, I do think over the next year or two, that's sort of going to shift and change a little bit just because players are now making so much money in college football to play. They call it NIL, but we know that it's being paid to play and paid to stay and paid to transfer and all this kind of stuff. And so that's going to shift it where the what used to be, hey, we're going to kind of lay off these college kids. There will be less of that. Because they're making money, and that's just one of the byproducts of the whole thing. But you're right, okay, they have a long way to go as a team. You look at defensively, they created all those turnovers against Arizona, but also let them kind of let them back in the game. You know, the offense helped. Uh, this week, you know, it's not that you just had a bad day offensively. You, it was uh, sort of compounded things for the defense, and they had a bad day too. I mean, look, y'all, I I don't know how else we can say it. There are so many different ways to say the same thing. We all kind of agree. But, I mean, the final score of the ball game <clears throat> was 41-14. to 14. Do you not agree that, like, if you watch the game, that score, 41-14, to 14, makes it appear that the game was more competitive than it actually was? 
I'm telling you, the game was not competitive. It just wasn't even competitive. And it never was. And what was sort of embarrassing and you felt so bad about it is that the fans generally did a heck of a job getting there. You had a great crowd for an 11 a.m. game. You know, and I know people go, well, it was LSU, you should fill it up. Well, maybe so, but, you know, 11 a.m. game, week three of the season. Um, <clears throat> it was a really good crowd. And they, it was from the word go, it was like all the buildup and the hype and the noise was just an exercise. It was never a contest. At the end of the third quarter, it was 34 to 7. It's three quarters now. And they had 440 yards of offense. And State had 123. State had 123 yards of offense in the first three quarters. They were 0 for 9 on third down at the end of the third quarter. So, I like you said, there's so many different ways to say that it was bad, but what do you point to and what do they do? Now, I've got a lot of your comments on Reaction Monday here coming up. Don and Nick and Denzel and Tyler, Ghost Rider, Johnny, Real C, everybody. I'm coming to all of that. And I haven't even, I'm about to, Steve and Will and everybody on the Murray West Live thread, coming to that too. And I got some thoughts on kind of what they've got to do going forward. I'm Matt. In the Bureau, just getting started with you on this Monday. Stick around. All right, back with you on this Reaction Monday in the Bureau of the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Let's go back over to Ray. We got him back on the Divinity Equipment phone line. We had a misconnect earlier. Let's try it again here. Ray, thanks for calling. What's up? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I can just say as a long-term state fan, watching the first two games, I was really worried with Southeast Louisiana when it took us three quarters to get that going in the right direction. Arizona, just the whole offensive mess that was Arizona, but also on the defensive side, that game didn't look good to me either. I was hoping we would get some things uh, straightened out. Instead, it looks like we're going in the wrong direction. And I, I think about these coaches, it was so bad that I don't think you lose anything if you replace them with somebody else tomorrow if there was anyone else available. I don't know how it gets any worse from a coaching standpoint. Uh, in my view, we did, I mean, we don't have stars. We don't have a ton of NFL people necessarily on our roster. But we have good players, good SEC players. And to go from where we were last year with new coaching to where there's not one phase of the game that looks like they're even well coached. I mean, we had so many times, Will Rogers, I mean, he did overthrow some people, but He'd be thrown into the sideline. The guy ran the wrong route, and he's looking at the guy going like wide, raising his hands like we don't even have the receivers in the right position. So to me, it's just coaching all the way around. And I mean, maybe for continuity purposes, going with uh, Coach Arnett may have been a reasonable decision. 
But when we hired an OC from App State, I'm thinking, like, is it really? Is that the best we can do? Hmm. Is that the highest goals we had when it, come, when it came to putting an offense together? So I'll let you go. But anyway, I'm just super disappointed, given where we have come in the last few years. Yeah. And with the players, with, with a lot of returning players, it seems to me this is completely a coaching misstep. And uh, our, our football team has now become what our baseball team is, and that's not good. So, thank you. Ray, appreciate the call uh, very much. On the Murray West live thread, go to murraywest.com. If you need a you know, custom apparel of any kind, contract embroidery company right here in Mississippi, New Albany, go to murraywest.com. That's M-U-R-R-Y, west.com. Kind of like the shirt I'm wearing, interlocking MSU embroidered right here. The right kind that's not going to fold up or peel off, good stuff. That's where you need to start, trust me whether it's for your brand, your company, whatever. Uh, Sissy commented on Facebook and said, I refuse to give up on my dogs. They will turn this around. Um, Mr. Harmon said on the YouTube live stream, I had a feeling it was going to be bad, so playing golf was a better choice. Mark on the Murray West live thread says, for the head coach to decide to change the entire offense, knowing that his team knew the air raid was just plain stupid, he says. Um and then Jimmy commented on the YouTube uh, Murray West Live thread, says, here's all I'll say. We had three coaches not retained that became offensive coordinators at other colleges. Um, some more coming up from Will and others. Roshana said, Matt, is there, she's on Facebook, says, is there a quarterback's coach? And there is. Uh, that's Kevin Barbe. Barbe coaches and works with those quarterbacks and then, of course, coordinates the offense and um, uh, I, most schools do this too, Roshana, but you'll have like a GA, a grad assistant that also works with the coordinator, quarterbacks coach. So let's say if a certain p- part of practice during an individual, Barbe wants to break away and go to receivers or go to something, he'll do that, and then the GA will take over that particular drill, if that makes sense. Uh, but thanks for asking. Lots of texts, as you can imagine, to get to, and we're going to do that coming up. And, Nick, I'll start with you in just a second. Uh, well, let's do that now. Nick comments here on the Country Pleasing text line. Barbe is doing disservice to Rodgers. He says, we were told all offseason that he would tailor the offense around the abilities of our players, and it appears that isn't happening with Will. If this is what he wants to do, then it's time for Mike to get a shot, or State is staring 4-8 and eight in the face. Nick, uh, I'll say this. Um I've got some agreement with you on a couple of areas there and understand a player like Will Rogers would never agree to this and would never say this about himself or whatever. He he would act, he would probably adamantly disagree with me on this, but I'm in a different position. I'm on the outside looking in like you are. What this transition has done has made it look like the situation is a little bit unfair to Will. Now, I'm not saying that any coach owes a player anything. The coach's job is to really at all costs figure out a way to win. And whatever that takes, if it hurts some feelings, you just have to do it. That's what you're paid to do as a coach. And that's a fact, and that won't ever change. And that's the same in any situation. 
but to it has the appearance of this to take a player who's in that sort of system that air raid system for 3 years he's in his you know he's a fourth year senior with lots of seniors around him who also played in that system and to transition it into what we are seeing which is a primarily pro style run offense with transfer tight ends to, to make it over in one year and one offseason. To primarily run the ball. Okay, and we'll get to that in a bit. And like 17 pass attempts in week two. Um, to in week three versus a conference opponent, to make the de- to have self-evaluated and make the decision, we're going to take the ball and we win the coin toss. That showed me that everybody had confidence in their offense, and then we see they shouldn't have had confidence in their offense. That all of this is whipped up into a situation where for Will, this ain't working. It's a little bit of, you use the word disservice. I don't know that it's fair to him. And it's really obvious at this point because you got to go play games. Forget install, forget develop. You got to go try to win games now. The Lord may come back tomorrow and we don't play next week against Alabama. You got to win this week. And so it's obvious that to move the ball and to do it and have some stuff you can run consistently, you're going to have to, you've got to go through Woody Marks. The offense must go through number seven Woody Marks and number five Tulu Griffin. And. You may have to try some different things. But what you've done in three games offensively and the product you've put out there is so far removed from what the air raid was with Will that it's like, what are you asking him to do? All right, over to the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone. Chris from Macon. What's up, Chris? Well, I called to eat my crow first thing. I was wrong. They got manhandled, but I refuse to do like all these other people and put it on Will Rogers. Because, Matt, how many completions would you have had behind that offensive line Saturday? Oh, well, that's not it. I wasn't even watching the game. I was listening to it on the radio, and I could tell just through the radio that that line was all yeah, time. full. They were whipped as I a football hey, Chris, let me jump ridiculous. in. They, they were whipped as a football team. The difference is somebody like me throws two interceptions. In the game, Will didn't turn it over. Yeah. Okay, that's the difference. Will I mean, hadn't turned one over yet. Will had. Will missed throws. He played poorly too, Chris. He had some throws he missed. He had a touchdown to Xavion. You got to drop it in a bucket. It had to be perfect. But if he does, it's a touchdown. It's about a yard overthrown. Uh, he had a touchdown pass was dropped. He and receivers were not on the same page. And a quarterback's always going to tell you that's my responsibility. So it ain't. I'm not sitting here saying Will played spotlessly. He didn't. They're all at fault. The whole operation was not ready to go out there and play this game against LSU. They didn't have one slight idea what they were going to do to be able to be successful. I mean, from the first series on. And that what bothers me about it, Chris, is I look at it and go, self-scouting is so important, right? It is so important. Chris, did you tell me one time that you did or you still do drive a truck? I do drive a truck. Okay, so if you're I do. If you're out there, all right, you're out in the middle of nowhere and it's just you and that truck, okay? And all of a sudden you have an issue with a tire. Okay, and you got ever how many wheels on that truck? 
Well, if you don't look at the situation for what it is and self-diagnose that thing from the get-go, which tire, which wheel, what the problem is, and you just keep trying to drive it down the road, you're, you're staring disaster in the face. It's up to you exactly. to... You're s- compounding the problem. You're compounding it, and but something else is going to tear up. you got to self-evaluate correctly. The other, the other thing I want to say is our coaches need to get in there, get in a room and just lock themselves in a room and talk to, just talk awful to each other for... Whoever thought that Malik neighbors shouldn't have been covered up by at least two people? Well, I mean... like... Yeah. They need their brain checked because that man's killed us. I mean, he's had like 500 yards of offense in two games against us. <laughs> That's well, just ridiculous. I mean, we we recruited him for a reason. I mean, we had him in the bag. Can you imagine what this state team would have been last year or this year with that man here? Well, and I mean, that's just the point. Like, you can't. He's one of the best receivers I've ever seen in at, at LSU or any the way he's been playing any dead gum program because he's the only thing they got the only thing so yeah. it is what it is that was just that was the worst i mean i've seen sylvester croons coach better games than that and that was awful it was so, rough that's all it i gotta awful. say hey chris thanks for the have call a good day. you too man have a good day appreciate the call you did have him committed but we have to raise some more money in today's today's game Stick around. It's go time. Let's go. With a Matt Lyons show. Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau. Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Go with the home team. Uh, Let's see. Joseph on Facebook on the Murray West live thread says, understandable that it's not Will's fault 100%, but, man, you just can't drop down to the ground when you're feeling pressured. I mean, he says he's not even trying to break loose and create something. He has been doing this for uh, years done um, yeah you know uh, with with will i i hadn't had many times where i watched and i felt like you know he's um dropping to the ground i mean and a lot of times it's protecting the football you know when you're back there but too there there does come a you know a certain element there where you got to even with things breaking down or about to get hit, we still got to step into it and drive it in there accurately. You know, and that's easier to do when you're up. It's easier to do when you got loads of talent all around you. Um, a guy like Jaden Daniels has a load of talent all around him for sure. Um, all right, let's go. We got a bunch of texts here. Let's see what we've got on the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. I'm eating some jalapeno and cheddar, my favorite. Right now, I eat a lot of that, as you can tell. <laughs> not only by what I say, but just take a look. Tyler, Texas show, said, not sure the end game for MSU c- coaches 
uh, what they're playing with Wright. He said it seems that they limited his play to maybe head off controversy, but then puts him in at the end to throw the only touchdown pass of the day. One for one with the TD, the calls for Will to sit can't seem to get louder. But, Tyler, you got to understand, I mean, the reality of that game, if you watched it, I mean, it was 34-7 to at the end of the third quarter, and State had 123 yards of offense in the first three quarters, and LSU put it on ice and started sitting everybody. And it wasn't until they went with their backup defense and State started moving the ball on offense that I think the actual numbers, okay, you finished – State finished with 201 yards of offense. That's like the lowest output since, I think, 07. 201 yards of offense. 78 of that came in the fourth quarter when they put all the backups in. So, and people go, well, he threw a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, he did. Right? I mean, you're playing against their freshmen. <laughs> Ghost Rider texted the show earlier and said, MSU was in that game right up to the national anthem. <laughs> Johnny from Tisdale, Texas show. Matt, are games like that as hard to call as they are to watch? Yes, yeah, it's, it's difficult. I mean, as difficult as it can be. It's not like I'm nailing up shingles. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, the difficult part is really staying mentally engaged and looking at it. But, I mean, I enjoy that. I like, I can, I generally can look at each play in a vacuum and just get into that. So I don't, I don't mind it too bad. But it's not as, Fun, per se, to call a game like that versus one that's uh, competitive. Real C Texas Show and says, I look forward to cool fall Saturday mornings for college football. I'm thinking I'll be taking my frustration out on the crappie population instead. <laughs> I know you will, and good luck with all that. Earl in Madison said, contrary, contrary to the other texter, he said, and this is coming from an Ole Miss guy, I don't think we are at the top of the West, and that's also based on what I've seen so far. Too soft in the lines. Yeah, they they've got to they they got to they got to pick it up on line of scrimmage on both sides. I agree with you, Earl. You know, just what little bit I've seen, and you know, you look at their opponents so far this year. They haven't played one yet who really, you know, challenged them on the line of scrimmage. State was in the same boat. State had played Southeast Louisiana, a good competitive FCS, and then played Arizona. You know, who's a much improved Pac-12 team. And then the difference in the line of scrimmage on those two versus LSU is a big difference. And and Ole Miss is going to run into the same thing. You run out there against teams like Alabama and others, and I know they're not clicking on all cylinders either, but that's what I think. I think they got a ways to go, too, just kind of getting tougher in the line of scrimmage. The thing, though, Earl, is, you know, especially offensively, they can kind of learn on the run a little bit because they have such good skill people and a good plan of played in the system and they're moving the ball. Um, <clears throat> and maybe they can overcome some of that. Uh, <laughs> double hot coffee Norman today. Not just coffee Norman. Double hot coffee Norman on the country pleasing text line. says, Matt, I know it's not just Will Rogers, but with all the offensive issues, he said, uh, wouldn't you have to evaluate who is most potential explosive play making – Who's the most ex potential explosive playmaking quarterback, he says. A running quarterback seems to give you a shot with all the breakdowns. I know it is difficult to go there, but question. All right, Norman, here's my thing. If bef I'll answer it this way, Norman. If before the season you had looked at me and you said, hey, Matt, they're not going to be any sort of air raid. 
like at all. I would have gone, wait a minute, like, what are you, what are you saying? Are you saying none at all? Like, no even, no even, like, twinge of what they were doing in the past game in these pre... If you said, Matt, listen to me, they're not going to throw it much. Okay, and when they do, it's really pro-style. It ain't air-raid stuff at all. We're going to see, of the pass attempts you're going to see in the first game, you're going to see a lot of two- and three-man routes. We're not seeing four and fives. Not a lot, anyway. It ain't even going to be close to the air raid, Matt. And I would have said, okay, so are they running zone read stuff with the quarterback? Like zone run game on some run plays where the quarterback can option to keep it? And, and you'd go, yeah. I would have said to you preseason, well, if that's what they're going to do, then Will needs to go. I get, you know, find some place to go where he can throw the ball. And they just need to find a fast guy and play him. Or, or I might have even said this, Norman. I might have said, well, it sounds to me like they're just trying to go ahead and f- totally erase everything and start over from scratch and maybe build it for the future down the road. Instead of you're going to leverage all these seniors you got this year, maybe just build something for down the road. Maybe they're going to play the freshman, right? And like go ahead and start getting him ready. Those, that's the conversation you and I would have had in the preseason if, th- if that's what came out. CB on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Thanks for calling, CB. What's up? Are you there, CB? Go ahead. Yes, can you hear me? Yep, got you now. Go ahead. Yeah, a few things. Um, I, I, how many wins did you particularly have for State before the season began? And I was at the game Saturday, and a few observations I, I see is, First off, foremost, Lee, I mean, Arnett's playing with the talent he has at this present time. Uh, I think O-line and D-line is thin, although state all offensive line are seniors and graduate seniors, but it really don't matter what year they are. If the defensive line is better than your offensive line, what's, what's going to happen is what happens. Saturday. They they um, got sworn. Right, right they now, really I don't think State has the talent LSU has, and that's and and that's not Arnett's fault. Now, in three years, that that might be the case. And also, if you're going out to get an off, if you're hiring an offensive coordinator for your future, for you, if you were the head coach this year for your future, not immediately, mm-hmm. would you hire whatever coordinator you hire? That's not the quarterback for the system currently right now. So you have to fight through. And what I, I I was looking at six or seven wins for state this year, and I think that's still doable. But it's going to be a fight in every every other game there is in the SEC um, games, and that's I, so I don't really I understand it was ugly, but it, it was pretty much what if every reasonable person said six or seven wins, that's kind of. You had that most likely as a loss anyway. Yeah, that's right or wrong. No, that's right. Yes, yes, and and you know, the, what you're touching on is reality, CB. And yes, reality is that LSU team is better than they were last year, and they won the West last year. And I think we lost CB. He's right about that. This state team is not as good as they were last year, and this transition and everything is part of that. 
Um, in the recap, last year's game was 31 to 16 in Baton Rouge. This year's game is 41 to 14 in Starkville. But they're two entirely different games. But you actually didn't throw for a ton more yards against LSU last year in Baton Rouge than you did this year in Starkville, all total. And and the, so CB to your point, yeah, no question. I mean, my thing is, I don't. I guess what? Yeah, nobody's disagreeing that. I mean, LSU's got a much better collection of athletes. We said on Friday on this show, and it was totally unanimous. Like a, I know that's an oxymoron there. It was unanimous across the board in answering in the affirmative. Who's got more NIL invested in their roster, LSU or State? It's LSU. We know it. Everybody knows it. What we can't figure out is the 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 pattern of offense the approach on offense we are seeing in the first three games with Will Rogers we can't wrap our head around because I mean ultimately you are trying to win the games and you and they feel like Will Rogers gives them the best chance to do that and I would agree but does the approach give Will the best chance I think it's a fair question. Hour one in the books, hour two coming up. Stick around. 